0: welcome to people of Hope a conversation on finding joy in all things with the pastoral staff of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center in Atlanta Georgia this short form episode shares only the introductory remarks for our topic this week for the full conversation check this podcast feed or visit ignatiushouse.org people of hope let's begin Participating in our conversation is Maria Kressler, executive director of Ignatius House and her husband, John Kressler, professor at Georgia Tech. Our topic this evening is finding joy in marriage. My wife, Sarah, and I run a marriage prep program for our parish. And so this is a topic I love talking about, and I'm just really excited uh, for this conversation this evening. Maria is going to open us in prayer, and then John will offer some remarks. And then we will converse. Maria.
1: Okay, thank you, Andy. And so let us pray. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Father, Jesus gave his life because he loved deeply and completely. May our love for one another be all-encompassing and all-consuming. Make our love be pleasurable make it be as creative as it is stable as passionate as it is respectful as gentle as it is strong so that all who know us will see in our love the hand of you our creator we are blessed with children may they thrive in the passionate and energizing love May our love that has its beginning in the love you have for the world and all its peoples help us to serve your world and help us help you bring your kingdom here on earth. And we ask this through Jesus, our Lord and brother. Amen.
2: Amen. 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 Hi, everybody. I'm John, and this is Maria, obviously. And uh, so the topic that we're going to talk about for a few minutes is finding joy in marriage. And I would first like to say, how could I not find joy in marriage? I'm married to a beautiful Italian woman, and I've spent my life with her. So that's a wonderful thing. Thank you. I thought I would first tell you a little bit about us, uh, and then I'm going to speak about uh, how I find joy in marriage, and then... uh, And then Maria is going to to amplify on some of that and weigh in. So we have known each other for a long, long time. We've been married 37 and a half years. Uh, We actually met in ninth grade of high school, and as I like to joke with Maria, Miss Crooks honors English class, fifth row, third day of class, in walks this girl, Uh, and uh, she was an Italian from uh, Connecticut, and I'd never met an Italian, and she sits right in front of me. So almost immediately we became great friends. So friendship has been the root of our relationship. So we actually do not date for four more years. So, and please uh, please don't ask Maria why that's the case. I've been beat up incessantly for all these years uh, over that choice. Uh, but we were best friends for four years of high school. Our first date was uh, was graduation night of high school and we haven't looked back since. So 37 and a half years of marriage. Uh, it's been a great ride for us a great journey together and as i was thinking about this topic when maria mentioned the theme how do we find joy in marriage i was actually brought back uh, to 2013 when i was selected to do a commencement address at georgia tech and i uh, i'm not a huge fan of commencement addresses because they all kind of follow similar themes and i wanted to choose something very unique and different and so i chose to talk about the topic of love to 3,500 people (laughs) which was kind of a, a fun and daring thing to do. And uh, I want to tell you what I came to in that. And I actually went back to the ancient Greeks. And you may or may not know this. I'll explain in a moment. But there's, the Greeks actually believed that there were four types of love that we can face in life. Philia, which is the love of friendship. Eros, which is romantic love, passionate love, the love of completion. storgia, which is the sacrificial love we parents bestow upon our children. Sometimes those sacrifices can be large, as you know, if you have kids. And then agape, which is often associated with Christianity, this self-emptying love where we take the love that we share into the world. In other words, we're turning outward into the world to do goodness. And in my usual bold way, I decided the Greeks didn't quite have it right. (laughs) And so I went to Ignatian spirituality and I added a fifth form of love. And I called that uh, form of love bliss, B-L-I-S-S, after uh, Joseph Campbell, the famous mythologist. Uh, And bliss to me as a form of love is this vocational trajectory, a very Ignatian idea that we are made and formed and discern a path for ourselves uh, to enter this world and make a difference. Uh, And when you're in that groove, that vocational groove nurtured by your spouse, um, that is absolutely, in my experience, a form of love. So when I come back to those five forms of love, what do I find joyful in my marriage? I think the fact that our 37 and a half years married has touched all of those five forms of loves repeatedly in this interwoven thread of ways that have uh, been beautiful to behold and be beautiful to be a part of. But in the last decade or so, uh, it actually has deepened in new ways for me. Uh, and that's the spiritual connection that kind of wraps around all of that. And uh, I have actually, I'm a part-time novelist, and I it's, the, the constant theme uh, in my novels actually is this notion of great love, this spiritual love which transcends the normal, everyday love that we often encounter. In psychological circles these days, that's often referred to as unitive love or conscious love. I call it great love in my fiction. But the idea is that uh, that we, as a couple, are more the than the individuals that we are. And I actually, a couple of years ago, defined great love as it, what it means to me. And I want to read that to you. And then I'm going to turn it over to Maria. <laughs> <laughs> so great love. Um, conscious love, unitive love, becomes possible when the creator's point of pure light and truth residing within each partner resonates and their love for each other grows unbounded through transforming grace as each freely give themselves to their beloved and become one flesh. Each is extinguished in their separateness and they join with the other in oneness, producing a single transformed heart in union with the creator. This is conscious love the human embodiment of divine love. This new state of transformed being allows the creator, the perfection of love, to flow without limit into the now conjoined beloved, so that when their earthly life ends, their conscious love can be absorbed back into the the creator's divine dance to endure for all eternity. That spiritual depth and dimension to our 37 and a half years is... Rich and profound and front and center for me, uh, it's a very Ignatian journey, I think, for the two of us. Uh, and uh, is, uh, is a pretty awesome thing, actually. For me. So I'm going to stop and let you talk.
1: <laughs> and yet I can say, how does one follow that <laughs> with some of the, the beautiful ways in which John has with words as he shares what the great love is? And, and to me, um, it's the experience of it. It's knowing what he just described in me and experiencing it. And that comes in this sense of unconditional acceptance um, and the, that my, I am a better Maria because of John's love for me. And I believe John is the, a better John who God created John to be in this unit of love. Um, it doesn't mean that it's simple and easy and what we normally call joyful, we think of always being happy. We use that word joy often to think of just delight and happiness and laughter, when when really often that's much deeper than that. There's something very, very deep in the joy that comes when, when that's where God resides. And so sometimes it's not always fun, but there's something much deeper about who we are becoming in that love, when we are um, accepting each other with with all of and who we are. That's been
2: a bedrock for us. Actually. It has yeah. going
1: back to that. And I think what I love about the, the different ways that he he kind of broke out the the um with the four ways of love, the four definitions into a fifth one. But I think what what all love is is giving. That we find the joy in marriage and in love. In the giving, the giving of oneself, and and it's not the extinguishing of who we are, it's the, it's the creation of a new thing. There is, as I have often said, there's this Maria, there is this John, and then there's this this couple, Maria John, or John Maria, or however you want to want to call that. But it's it's in the it's in the um it really is in the giving that when when the other is experiencing something. I experience it, too. When when John is hurting and there's something that's really difficult for him, I carry that pain deeply with him. And likewise, when he is filled with joy or something is joyful. And I think our our daughter once talked about it, Christina, in, in in a more amusing way, in that that John had told the kids, you know, when he had left to go on a business trip, that if they had upset me that they'd hear from him later (laughs) and and christina would comment that it always was interesting to her that 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 was one way that john demonstrated the depth of his of his love and commitment to me told us as much later in life but that that it had to do that when one of us was hurting the other one was hurting more and that that we carried each other's pain as well as each other's joys
0: thanks for listening Learn more about Ignatius House by visiting us at IgnatiusHouse.org or following us on social media. And be sure to subscribe to this wherever you listen to podcasts. May the blessing of God be with you always.